Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Hot at Ace Hot Beats on YouTube and at Ace Hot Beats on SoundCloud. We are pumped to announce that Raise on the Radio has teamed up with Morphogen Nutrition out of Columbus, Ohio. This is a company we have been following for a long time and have used a lot of their products. They literally have everything you need to give your health a boost, whether that be physically or mentally. They have products such as Calm that helps manage stress and anxiety. They have products such as Party, which is a pre-party harm reduction supplement for when you know you're going to have a cocktail or four. They have pre-intra and post-workout supplements, nootropics, multivitamins, mind and mood boosting supplements, etc. Best of all, all of their products are GMP certified, manufactured in the USA, and third-party tested so you know you are getting a no BS, scientifically validated, effectively dosed supplement that you never have to question. Just go to MorphogenNutrition.com and use discount code ROTR for 10% off. It is that easy. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to go hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to RaisedOnTheRadioSTL.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. Now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Cole Brocato. Patrick Blair with me as usual. Okay, so I've always said anybody can do their thing. Anybody can make any kind of music they want. Anybody can do whatever they want in the music industry. And I feel like you already know where I'm going with this. Um, you don't know? Okay. Uh, so let me ask you something. What the hell is Andre 3000 doing? What? Why... <laughs> Where where do you where do you begin to to be Andre three thousand and put out a wind flute record with He's songs with, Kenny G, bro. with songs that are like thirteen plus minutes long that make me feel like I'm getting a massage. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, let me. Are you done? Is that your question? I, I, yeah, I, I can be done for Is the moment. your question literally Andre 3000? <laughs> yeah. Where do you get off? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Andre 3000, where do you get off? Let me answer for him. So let me preface this with say, by saying he is one of my favorite rappers, top five of all time. Probably top, he's top three. It's Tupac, Tretch, Andre 3000. So, and then DMX Bust Rhymes. But, he made that record because he's Andre 3000. He's an eccentric guy. 
He's out there. He's always been that way. And he doesn't, he had to play by the rules or play by what the playbook of hip hop, hip hop was with outcast. But when it comes to him as an artist, I don't really feel that he's ever done that. I don't really feel like he's ever cared about that, but I think he's a smart guy. And I think this is all calculated and it's a part of a plan. He knows that people wanted a hip hop record out of him. And I'm one of them. Well, I'm one of them. What did he, what did he name the record? It was some, or, or was it the first song on the record? That's something like, I swear I wanted to make a hip hop record or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, man. I think he got nominated for something. Okay, so look, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Awards don't matter. I think it's calculated, and I think he it's all part of a master plan of him to put out a solo record that will be, uh, you know, mishmash of pop, hip-hop, experimental, whatever, whatever he wants to do. I just think that he needed to test the waters as to see like who's really going to care if I put out anything let alone a flute record right now okay I don't have inside information on this obviously this is just what I'm what I know of like what I've studied of him as an individual who talks about music and you know how he approaches his career and the industry that's what I feel this is and maybe subconsciously is more what i hope it is right meaning motherfucker you better release a hip-hop record <laughs> i want to hear you rapping eventually or singing or skit scatting or whatever the fuck you want to do but it needs to be more we need to hear your voice right and that's like one of the things that i've like i've seen some of the comments everybody kind of talks about like well, it's just kind of like a travesty because he's a hip-hop artist. What is this shit? And I'm like, well, dude, let him be an artist. Let him do what he wants. And the fact that he wants to play the flute and is brave enough to put it on a record and release it to you fucking assholes to then criticize, well, give him some here... kind of credit. But I think well, we've, we've, we've bypassed the idea that one of the most iconic voices in the history of hip-hop, and I don't even know if it's said enough, like the dude is silky smooth. Yeah. So like... Me being selfish as a fan, but also like appreciating vocals and uh, cadence. And that's why he's one of my favorite rappers of all time is just his approach and his cadence and the way he sounds, dude. It's like it cannot be mimicked. So I think people have kind of forgotten the idea. It's like, oh, wait, we want a hip hop record out of him. But it's because there's not anybody else like him. Not just because he's from Outkast and so, okay, one of so, the biggest okay, group, okay, like, okay. duos ever. So, so to put everything you're saying together, you're basically saying he put this out to make people crave a new hip hop record. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I hadn't really thought about that. I think he wanted, here, like here, I said, I think he wanted to test the waters. That's all. But here's the thing: I say, like, where does he get off? Like a survey, and, and I and I say that kind of. Like it sounds like I'm in, I'm saying that in a mean way. I'm really not because honestly, for what this is, I listen to it. Like it is for me. Like it it it, it is calming. I made it five minutes. It now. is calming, relaxing music. If that's what you want to listen to, for what it is, it is good for what it is supposed to be. 
However, I just, I, I didn't know why, why we're doing this. Anybody can be creative. And if you, you know, have the means to put it out, you have the outlet to do it and that's fine. But I would like to know what the downloads are or the, the buy, you know, the, how many, how many records he's selling with this thing. But because it seems like there was some hype behind this coming out a little bit. And then everybody was like, what the hell? He put out a wind flute album and then it just kind of died and f- kind of fell. So I'm, I'm just wondering, like, I wonder what the, what the numbers look like. Uh, he placed number one on billboards, new age albums chart with 24,000 album units sold. You can do he that. Breaks. You can do that with no words on your album. Yeah. Like just doing the wind flute album. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Talk to Kenny G, bro. That's what I said. They're beefing. Atlanta's own rapper and musician, Andre 3000, has broken a billboard record with a song from his new album, New Blue Sun. Um, instead of rapping as eclectic artists playing various flutes on eight tracks. According to Billboard, the first song in the album titled, I Swear I Really Wanted to Make a Rap Album, But This Is Literally The Way The Wind Blew Me This Time, has now become the longest running song to ever hit the charts. And the song is even longer than name, clocking in at 12 minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> That's insane. With its placement on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 90, Andre beats Tool's Fear Inoculum, which previously held the record at 10 minutes and 21 seconds. Coming in third place in lengthy music is Taylor Swift's All Too Well, Taylor's version, which took the top spot in November 2021. Andre 3000's album also placed number one on Billboard's New Age Albums chart with 24,000 sold. So there you go. Wow. So, I mean, like, like you said, I guess it, I guess it does kind of make sense to, you know, you put something out that you actually enjoyed making. Probably, it, it probably was fun to do. And it's just to test the waters and just to see. Was it though? Was it fun? I don't know. Maybe for him. I don't know if you, if you like playing an instrument, who knows? Speaking of flutes. Okay. This is something we didn't cover when it happened. It's like a couple months old now, but did you see all the bullshit? What did you play? Saxophone? Trumpet? What did you do? I played trumpet. One of those I played things. trumpet. Trumpet. Okay. Uh-huh. Did you see the story about Lizzo playing James Madison's flute? No. At like the Library of Congress and people were upset at her. Uh-uh. I think for various reasons, but I think the main reason was because she was playing literally James Madison's flute and was twerking at the same time. Oh my God. But people got upset about that. But she, it, dude, it's not as bad as you would imagine. <laughs> like when you picture twerking, it's not that. She shook her ass a little bit. But um, the backlash kind of came from what I remember of this from both sides. You know, but I guess like some of the some of the comments were like, what was she doing playing a slave owner's flute? Doesn't oh she get God. it? And I, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Can we just have a moment where we don't do this? Is no, there ever a time? Not. Absolutely like, not. Everyone has a voice now, man. She's a chubby <laughs> pop artist playing the flute. Like, what do you, that it's is, that, not that's that it. serious. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. Yeah. And I I say chubby in the most endearing way, complimentary way, Lizzo. <laughs> but like, why can we? Is there ever gonna be a time 
Like, when are we going to get back to a time where we resort to just going, oh, yeah, that happened. And it doesn't matter. Imagine being a shithead who was, like, there for that. Like, you're a journalist, and you go, take a video on your phone, of course, because that's all journalism is now. Right. But then you go home, and you write your your little story. And imagine typing out, I'm mad that Lizzo played a flute. Like, imagine that's what your day consisted of. Right. That's how you earned your living. That's how you, that's how you, that was your day. You, like, I guess my day is no better. I, I, I'm bitching about the guy who bitched about Lizzo playing the flute. So maybe I'm worse. But nonetheless, yeah, you didn't see anything about this? No, I didn't. Was this like big So I guess big there, was a, there was an attempt to once again cancel her, like we talked about before with the whole, uh, she had the whole background dancer, yeah, thing. Uh, you know, Make it, making them be weird in strip clubs and stuff. Is it weird though? You're in a strip club. You're a plus size. Well, they were saying they were saying she Lizzo. was forcing it to happen. Is it weird for you to be eating anything anywhere? I mean, they they were saying that she off was, of anyone. They were saying that she was forcing them to do things that they didn't want to do. Was with, she? Did she have a gun to their head? I'm just saying. I'm saying what yeah, they I said. I wasn't yeah. there. I don't know. I wasn't there either, but I'm going to guess that if they had said no, she wouldn't have fired them, which is a lot like the speculation was like, we felt like we feared for our jobs, so we had to do it. It's like, okay. All right. That's your excuse. Okay. How bad do you want to be a backup dancer for (laughs) one of the biggest stars on earth? Right. Eat a banana out of butthole. It's okay. Yikes. Is she she still one of the biggest stars on earth? Like, do you think? Is her name still as big as it once was? She played James Madison's flute. I don't see okay. Taylor well, playing a goddamn historical instrument from a slave owner. Do you? <laughs> no, but I'm, still, probably I'm is, still pretty sure that Taylor Swift is bigger. from an ancestry of slave owners, and she hasn't even done it. See, I would say Lizzo's still pretty big. Okay. Well, I would still say she, Taylor Swift's just a little bit bigger. When was the last time Lizzo had a billion-dollar tour? I would agree. I just wanted to hate on Taylor. <laughs> I'm always uh, up for that. So, yeah, no, we were talking about the flute. It just made me think of that. And we didn't talk about it at the time because, to be honest with you, when I saw it, I didn't really see that anything that negative about it. But um, Rogan and a bunch of people on his podcast talked about it. And I and I, I remember thinking, God, that happened a couple months ago. Why are they talking about it now? He said, talk about whatever. But I remember thinking, well, when that happened, I never really saw anything that sort of like, you know, I didn't see a backlash necessarily. I saw a few things on Twitter, which is a, a negative headspace anyway. And then I just kind of went, oh, okay. Well, I went, oh, that happened. And then I went on with my day. Right. But imagine being that though, where you're you're that person there going, nope, not on my watch. <laughs> negative, 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 negative. Send. Like, what the fuck? I know we hate on this, but we're 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 trying to be funny and make each other laugh and like keep it a little bit lighthearted. Like I don't know that we've ever gotten too seriously into a conversation where you could tell the like, no, we really feel a specific way about this specific thing, and you're not going to change my mind, right? right? Right. And I remember, um, so just coming from someone who's 
somewhat of a journalist or in a journalistic sort of environment. You know, I write about MMA still and like I have my website and I, I post on there and then, you know, during fights, I live tweet. And I remember I posted something about Cowboy. I think it was when he fought. I want to say Justin. Ga- yeah, it was Justin Gaethje because that was the fight. And well, let's not go down an MMA rabbit hole, but it was the fight where Gaethje he had him out essentially, and the ref—I can't remember the ref—but the ref didn't stop it, and Gaethje got mad. And I remember tweeting, you know, Gaethje is Cowboy's hero right now, or or something like that, because if that were another fighter, they would have beat that dude's face in until it was stopped. But Gaethje didn't, right? Essentially, right? And he could have. And to believe, and believe me, I don't think Cowboy would have taken offense to what I said because Cowboy would have done it. Cowboy would have kept swinging until they pulled him off. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I was, it was just simple MMA talk. And I got, there was a, somebody left a comment and was like, well, what right do you have to say who, who it was something like the, along the lines of like, what right do you have to say who does what and when? And you're like, it was sarcastically saying, I'm like, whoa, I'm a cowboy. Clearly like defending cowboy. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm a bigger cowboy fan than I am a Gaethje fan. Right. So like, and that's what I said. I go, so you're, you're you're barking up the wrong tree. That's what I said. I you know, I, I just go. But the reason I said that, and the reason I even responded, is because I, I linked the the link to the the fight card, the preview that I did. I was like, if you read this, you'll clearly see that I'm unbiased. I preview the fights. Right. I give you information. I don't. I don't pick. I don't say who's going to win. I don't say who should win. I simply tell you what could happen, what has happened in the past. That's it. You know, of course, the motherfucker didn't respond. Of course not. I was like, wait, of course not. So my, my point of bringing this up is, is like in the moment, I can still go, oh, that happened. And I have. I have a sort of a paper trail to back up the idea that I no, 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 I'm reacting that way. I'm not reacting in a sort of visceral like told you so or fuck that guy or fuck that girl or fuck this person. Like, no, 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 that's not the way it is. You know, I was merely stating like, I'm glad that got stopped. And I'm glad Justin Gaethje is a good dude. Right. Right. Well, I mean, that's it. It's, dude, it's so what, I don't know. It's what sucks about everything today, really. I mean, in, in this in this space, I mean, you know, just with us podcasting, like, for us to get the podcast out there to people to listen, social media is where you got to go. Well, you're going to have to trudge through a bunch of negative asshole comments from people who just want to do it just to be an asshole. They don't really care what your opinion is on anything. They just want to turn it to feed their negativity. That's not everyone. Yeah, That's dude, not everyone. I'll... It's just it's just some people, and those are the people you just have to to fight through. I, mean, I remember this was a couple of months ago, and I don't remember what the post was, but I posted a clip on Facebook, a, a reel, and somebody just posted stupid shits, and that was it. That was I the comment. That. I just liked it and moved on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that it went okay. <laughs> Thanks. About I what? guess I don't know. <laughs> Do we take stupid shits? Because I do all the time. <laughs> Trust me. Or are we stupid shits? And what is the, what? What, uh, what did we say that makes you dude, think that we are? Yeah, I know. 
Facebook is a cesspool, dude. It is. It, is. it really is. It, I really get bummed out because I really do. Again, like anything I post on there, like I, I'll be honest with you, I deleted it. I was, I was about ready to hit send, and I said, you know what, I don't even want to know what's going to happen. And I don't have, I don't have a lot of friends on Facebook because I'm still, I just got back onto it, and it's a brand new page. So who knows what reach this would have had? But you know, did you see the Draymond Green suspension? I didn't see why. Was it a, a altercation or something? I ju- I just seen it today. I mean, it, like hit a guy a... in the face. Okay. I mean, he right. he hit a guy. I mean, suckered a guy. You want to see the video? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Why not? But he, so he he once again has acted like an idiot because he is an idiot, and he's been suspended indefinitely. I I don't remember if they said necessarily how long it was, but. Uh, What's the guy's name? Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic. Okay. Plays for the Suns. All right. Here we go. You're a basketball guy, so you'll you'll see this. And and I again, I don't want to go down a sports rabbit hole, but I have a few things to say about this, and I'll get to what I was saying. Sorry. Kind of all over the place here. All right. Here we go. Hopefully this is – I think we're close. Up his third foul. Did you see and that? Now Green runs yeah, over. That, yeah, but it doesn't really show. Field just picked up his third foul. And now Green Okay, so right. what? So pay attention here. Yeah. Number 20 for the Suns. Yeah. Here's Green, number yeah. 23. Here we go. You want me to slow it? Let's slow it down. Can, yeah, can we slow it down? That'd be great. Here we go. Field just picked up oh. his third foul. He hit him in the ear. Yeah, that's with an elbow, right? Was it the elbow? Uh, it was more like an open hand. He kind of punches like a little bitch. Anyway, so what? What's the what's the reasoning for that? Do you, why did he do it? Yeah, because he's a shithead. Well, I'm just wondering. Like, I'm just wondering. Was there anything leading up to this? Were they like, you know, kind of scuffling throughout the game or anything with each other? And that I was mean, just a. It's it's they're two the two biggest guys on the court. I think naturally they've. Yeah, but dude, the NBA has gotten so soft that this is a big deal. This used to happen regularly right. in the 80s and 90s. Right. You know, and these guys, they would just return the favor. Unfortunately, in today's NBA, no one returns the favor. There's no one else that the next time, the, the, the you know, this guy's in the court, or the next time he plays that team or anything, no one's going to return the favor. And that's why this is such a big deal. But that's why he gets to act like an idiot. And the problem is, and this is what I was going to post, is that the media, instead of, you know, I w- watched a take today from ESPN. It was Mike Wilbon, Stephen A. Smith, and uh, Mike Greenberg. Mike Wilbon talked about, he started, and I thought he was, oh, he's finally going to, he's finally going to condemn this guy for being a fucking dumbass. And I was hoping he would go, the reason he does this is because no one does it to him. So he starts talking and then he goes, well, the guy's got a ton of intellect. I've talked to him outside of the locker room and I wasn't bored and he's so smart. And that's all these guys ever do is talk about like, like, yeah, he's a fucking goon, but he's so smart and so articulate outside of that. I'm like, who gives a fuck? What does it have to do with the fact that that he just sucker punched a guy? It doesn't. That's my (laughs) point. It's like, so he's so intelligent in the real world, but yet when he plays a fucking game, he can't get his brain together. Fuck that. Right. 
I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even care about this if I knew that somebody in the NBA would fucking punch that guy in the face or cheap shot him with an elbow the next time he went into the paint. But it's not gonna happen. But then you have, there are no but then goons have, left in the NBA. Then you have guys like LeBron that would fake that whole thing that just happened. Without e- without even getting on, hit. See, no, no, no. You're getting <laughs> off topic. I'm don't, just saying. Don't I'm, just saying LeBron hate. I'm just saying. Don't. Just saying. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so my point of any of this was that I was going to post that on Facebook, and I was like, no. I was like, I'm not going to contribute to to. <laughs> All my posts have been positive. I'm not. I'm not going to contribute. Like I, I deleted. I didn't. I didn't post it. I deleted it, and I was like, no. I'm not going to do it today. Because I knew there would have been someone who would have been like argued for the other side of whatever I was saying. And I was like, I'm not, but that's the other thing too. I'm not going to argue with you on Facebook. Right. I had to say this to a buddy of mine. He, about something I posted about, I don't remember what it was. And I said, Hey man, the next time I see you, I would love to chat about this. That's where I ended my comment. Like <laughs> that was my reply. I'm not going to get in a back and forth on Facebook. Right. So what a, speaking of scuffles, did you see the scuffle? Was it the Saints game from last week where the like the security guy and one of the players got ejected from the oh, game? Because yeah. he like basically flicked his nose, but he but if he yeah. could if he could have got closer, he it would have been worse. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw a video of it. I, I you know, ugh. I don't know. I, you have to wonder too. Like, wh- where was that? Was that in New Orleans or was that who were they playing? I can't remember. I don't remember. Was it? It doesn't matter. You have to wonder if that's like a uh, a byproduct of like the actual staff of that place they were playing in. Meaning, are they so poorly run that that even happens? Right. That type of thing. Yeah. Well, that's where my brain goes anyway. I mean, I you know, it's a football game. Anything can happen, and you got big dudes, yeah, with attitudes and are that have a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of emotions going on. Yeah naturally when you put them into a a fucking chaotic space things are going to happen but so anyway yeah back to lizzo i guess the, the the conclusion of this would be like why why do we do this why do we care why can't it just be a thing that happened i, I mean just, it just it just goes back to the fact that everybody has a voice because of all the social media and everything like that it, it was once a simpler time when we didn't have to hear everybody's opinion on everything. Well, why can't it be cool that like a she plays the flute? Who wants to do that? B, she's the big well big pop star that can play the flute. And C, she played what was James Madison the second president? Oof. Let's don't, fact check dude, that. Don't a- don't ask me. I'm not good with history. I want to say he was the second. I'm pretty sure. Uh, definitely Constitution. Sure, he did that. Um, who was the third president? Thomas uh, Thomas Jefferson was the third. James Madison was the second. Right? See how Wikipedia is asking for money these days. Fuck you. Asking for a money for a site that people can get on and change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a horrible idea. Oh no! It was John Adams. When was he president? Was he? Four? Fourth. Okay, fourth. Sorry. Yeah, I was wrong. That makes a difference. Don't know my history. Makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It's about <laughs> eight years, right? Or 12. <laughs> or 16. Eight, 12. It doesn't matter. Anyway, 
Um, why couldn't it have been that? Like, she plays the flute. She's a pop star. She played a president's flute. Neat. What else is happening <laughs> that's today? That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, let's... Uh... Let's get back into some music a little bit here. Let's um, the new. So, some forty one just posted a new music video, and you said so. Yeah. Was it an interview or where? Where did they talk about what they're doing with this next record? Uh they. I mean, they've talked about it. I mean, I've seen a few. Here, I'll I'll pull it up. Some forty one have finally announced their final album, Heaven and Hell. It's a double album that. Derek Wibley describes as early Sum 41 pop punk on the heaven side and newer, heavier Sum 41 on the hell side. And it's coming March 15th via Rise. That's the other thing too, man. Uh, the fact that they're on Rise Records, that's so huge for that record label. And like, I feel like given the catalog that they already have and they have had in the past, they fit in so well. It's like, wouldn't you just want to be like the Elder Statesman of that, I don't know. Anyway, why? Uh, here's my question: Why change your style for a second side of an album right before you break up? Just because, or do you think this is kind of like what Andre 3000 was doing? And, and let's dip our toe in the water on this, see what our the reaction is, and if so, maybe we'll keep pushing this thing forward and not break up. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think with them, it's probably more. This is this is the this is it. We're in the bonus round. Here we go. I just feel like I I I, I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I ju- this is a terrible time for them to break up. I just feel like the resurgence that's happening. I mean, I agree with pop punk music and like all these huge festivals that are happening. Even if you just do the festival circuit, you know, like it, it's. I just feel like it's a terrible time to let it go. I mean, I understand personal. I mean, they might not want to be pigeonholed into the elder statesman of the festival circuit, man. Some bands are cool with that. Some bands aren't. They might be one of those bands. Well, let's see how the metal thing goes and let, and be a new band. If you want, I, I don't, or, you know, go a new route. If well, you I don't want. think it's don't anything know. new. I think they've always played heavier, you know, or I'm sorry, harder rock, but nothing. Considered they've always, metal, they've, right? It hasn't been any secret about their love for like metal and that being like an influence on them. And so, I don't think there's anything new necessarily. Okay. All right. I think it's it's cool that I mean I think it's cool that they're doing a double album and I think it's cool that it's like here's two sides of us. We're going out with a bang. You get both sides, that type of thing. Because they could have delayed it to be honest with you and been like, "We'll put out one record and fine. We'll stay together against our will and we'll, you know, and they could have like I guess capitalized on maybe more sales or more whatever well that that's the that's a question that's money, a question too why be, why couldn't so it, it, they're talking about putting out a double record meaning they've probably record they're recording it all at one time why do you do you think they would make more money by putting out an album and then putting out another album a while later or, or do you think the double album is going to be no like, i mean i said same? that but i don't know i mean i maybe depends on the strategy of it all but i mean it's possible i don't know I, do, I, I have no idea. Okay. This is a five-minute song. Holy oh my God. cow. There's probably like a three-minute intro. Yeah. Well, this is Rise Up. This is from the harder side of the uh, Oh, this is the record. metal side? Oh, okay. 
Good evening from the flight deck. This is your Captain Noodle speaking. Welcome aboard 41 Airways for our non-stop flight to Japan this evening. I'm very excited. It's my first time flying at night. Uh, other than that, have a drink uh, and enjoy yourself on our 89 hour and 22 minute flight to Tokyo this evening. What airline is this? Because <laughs> I don't know. It's very spacious. <laughs> it really is. Hey, uh, you missed the the intro. What's the? Uh, is there a guy named Noodle that's in a band? I heard it. That's probably Noodles from Offspring. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Okay. Yeah. I say he looked really familiar. Yeah. Whoa, it, I don't want to rewind it, but yeah, I'm sure it was Noodles. It, it was. I mean, I. You're right. That's the only Noodles I know of. That's anyway. what I. That's what I was thinking when, and then you just clarified it for me. Yeah, that's noodles. Yeah, so this this is from this is from the harder side because this I mean this is some forty one all the sounds way. sounds like some forty one. Yeah, I mean it's what it says. Let me go back to the story. They released landmines, which is the yeah no yeah landmines is supposed to be the more landmines from heaven and then rise rise up from hell. We'll the, watch landmines next. Yeah, let's do landmines too because I want to I want to know. Did did you notice like the go back to that real quick? Oh, this this is how my brain works because I I'm kind of geeky in this stuff. But like you can you can actually tell just by the look of the videos, like how dark oh, this yeah. one is compared to yeah, how yeah. light the landmines one is. That's true. So yeah, no, the contrast in the style of the video one's a little bit. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Is that Howie Mandel? Where? That bald guy? You can see him. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was him. Are you sure? I can't stand Howie Mandel, by the way. I don't believe that you have got any... No, I don't think that's Howie Mandel. Yeah. Is yeah, it? Yeah, that's him. Are you positive? Yeah, yeah, that's him. yeah I'm sure. I don't yeah. know, man. I know people I hate, dude. That's <laughs> <him>. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's then. go. Let's go to the other one here. Uh, <laughs> This is landmines, and I guess this is supposed to be poppier. I already like this video better. Punkier. It looks better. And I don't wanna believe that maybe this is the end. I know you kind of a tease, but is this really pretend? Something tells me. 
I already like this song better. This God, is, I hate that. Man, this is like I'm. Th- this is definitely a poppier Sum Forty One. Five seconds. I already like it better. The last song was cool, but I already like this better. Yeah. I I I hate that I'm. There are specific bands where I feel this way. Like I like when bands get harder and heavier and whatever. It's cool, but when I know they can be poppy, I just want them <laughs> to be poppy. It's one of those things, man. Like yeah. I. I I think they're one of those bands for me. I like the popular stuff better. I just do. Yeah. Like that the 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 record they put out, you know, way back in the day with the fucking you know, um oh god, what was the song called? You know what I'm talking about though. It had all the fucking heavier there's, riffs there's, on does it. Does this and, look you know, infected? Was, there's uh all no, killer no filler. I don't know. Probably that one. That was that have some singles where it was like I think so, yeah. We'll we'll look it up. It's like it's the it's like I'm blanking on the lyric like the vocals, but I can I can hear in my brain the guitar parts. Anyway, here you go. Love the song. I hate his shirt. Dude, that El Camino. I was thinking the same thing. Woo! Jesus. God, look at that thing. That's a throwback, right? What's that? That's a throwback, right? To lyrics of their of songs off that probably that album. Oh, I didn't hear it. What did it say? No, I'm talking about the El Camino. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, that song's way better. It's way better. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 I think I'm going to have to get a hold of both both these records, or if you want to call it two records, whatever. But Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan I'd of like all to of listen this. to it, but I, I just, for me, they are, they're just, I don't, I don't, they're better poppy to me, man. I think they, they do the heavies, like, I think they're capable of doing the harder stuff, but, like, I just... Yeah, so okay. Go, so am go, I still go, go, nah, it's not that heavy, No, but. what about oh man, dude, they had so many freaking hits. Uh go go back up yeah, to it's crazy. Well, fat lip. Um hanging out, drinking in the back of El Camino. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you okay, know what I'm okay, talking okay, about? Yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I totally messed, messed that up how I said that, but whatever. Um I don't know that one. Walking disaster. War. I don't know. One of these records had more I don't know. Maybe not. Oh wait, we talked about this. Have you ever seen this? I don't think him so. doing faint with uh, that was Lincoln Park only a couple years ago. No, I don't think so. Let's listen to it, dude. I remember bringing this up on the. We have a very very special guest with us tonight. Or he did it with they did it with Mike Shinoda. Yeah.
Can I tell you one of the other things I really I've, I've always appreciated about them is that they've never taken themselves too seriously. Right. Like, look at that fucking backdrop. That's so dope. They they've never and, and believe me, they could have because they sold a bunch of records. They got really popular. They were mainstream. They easily and, and maybe the lead singer did, and that's why he went down a fucking downward spiral of alcoholism right. to where he almost died. Maybe he did really take it himself too seriously. But, you know, they very easily could have, and they didn't. And I, I always appreciate when bands like this don't do that. And I, I get it. They're a pop punk band. You know, they what's to be taken seriously? I'm like, well, fuck you, because they've sold more records than you, and they've written more hits than you. So they very easily could be cunts about all of this stuff. True. You know? Yeah. I don't know them as people, but I'm just saying when I see this, like if I went to a show and I saw this, I go, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm not going to have to guess what's going to happen. I'm not going to have to feel like I don't belong. Like I, this is going to be fun. Right. You know, now obviously the big blown up skeleton flicking people off isn't for everyone, but it's more inviting than a band that's up there, you know, droning their way through songs and making you feel like they don't care about you as an audience member. Right. You know? Are you kind of surprised that they did a backdrop like that at a big festival like that? I just feel no, like... I love it. I just, I just feel like at well, a big festival... during the day. Uh, good point. Nighttime, I feel like a little, it would have been a little bit different. But yeah, during the day. By yeah. the, this is probably a terrible slot for them, by the way, too. Probably. Maybe that's why they don't want to do festivals. Like, either, way, hey, either way, dude, there's a lot. We're of not going to be the elder there. statesmen that play at four at these <laughs> festivals, fuckers. We're going to fucking go headline or headline. Like, what the fuck are you doing to us? I just want you to hear his vocals on this chorus. Dude, he fucking rocked he that did. shit, man. He like the the that sounded the, the, good. Be, the beginning of that almost had a Chester feel to it. It like, had a little bit of yeah. it, man. Man, that's that's very I good. would never want to sing that, especially live. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. I'm impressed. Anyway, uh some forty one. Stick around. I think that's the whole point of us talking about yes, this. Please, it's like why please, are you breaking up? Please just stick just around. fucking just just stick around. All right. Speaking of sticking around, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but did you hear about Paramore, I guess they announced that they have they essentially have no more label obligations. Like they've done all the touring, the records have come out, and now they don't know what their future holds. Here, I'll show you this. Show you this. So in, this, other word, in, this in other words, they're questioning if they're gonna stay with the label they're on. No, I think more so whether well, people kind of read this as are they still gonna be a band? Gotcha. This went viral or this was trending. That's why. So now that Paramore has spent the year touring behind This Is Why and making sure to take better care of themselves while they're at it, chapter of the band's career has come to a close. They've now fulfilled all label obligations and are effectively free agents. As for the future of Paramore, all three members agreed that there's a level of uncertainty. Well, then why say anything at all? Right. That's how I feel. Unless you just want to be in the news, you want the speculation to happen... 
Well, that's kind of been the the drama of this band in the first place, because I I think at this point people just go, well, it's Haley, right? And, and that's kind of what I was going to say is like whoever else is like in the band, right? But yeah, fuck that man. I say fuck that. I hate that. I hated that with no doubt too. You know, like no doubt eventually got to a point where it was just Gwen, and then the dudes didn't matter anymore. And the funny thing is, is those dudes stuck around. Paramore has gone through so many goddamn members at this point. I don't even know. I don't even know who's in the band. Right. I know some guys left like a year ago that were original guys. I know some guys like came back and left and there was another guy. I have no idea. I can't you, keep up you, with this shit. Do you think, do you think that it's because Haley's hard to work with? Like what do, what do you think the reasoning is for so many mm, changes? I don't think she's hard to work with. I think she's, she's become, I, I think they've become victims to the label. And I think the label thought that, it's the Haley show and not Paramore. Gotcha. And let's be honest. It got, do you know another name of the person of any member of that band? No, and I probably, I probably never will. And I don't think anybody, there are not many other, there are seen people that might, because the original guys, they were really cool. I was, uh, I actually met two of them way back in the day when they were, I mean, kids. And they were really cool guys. And when I saw that that band was, when that band started blowing up, when I saw those guys start playing big festivals and stuff like that, I was like, these guys deserve it. Because I know just in the one conversation I had with them, I know that they love this. And I know that their like heart is in the right place. But I think for the most part, again, this and this is also what I've heard from people who seem to be in the know that it's the Haley show and it's like, Love it or leave it, that type of thing. So, do you? I don't know. Do you think there's a possibility that this is just basically her saying she's going to move on as Haley Williams, and that's her last name, right? Uh, Williams. How well did that go, though? I mean, if if you're a Paramore fan, you're a Haley fan, and she could st- she still have all the rights to the music. I'm sure. She'll. Well, here's the thing, dude. But she, but she would no, still she need won't. the band. No, behind. she won't. The label will. Uh, I guarantee you, the label you think so? gobbled up all the rights to this shit, dude. You think so? Yeah. That yeah, sucks. I, so. I don't want to go down that Google rabbit hole, but yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there. Yeah, I, if I had to guess again, based on things I've heard, based on what we've seen of that band, but again, it's another band. It's like just stay together. Just keep putting out music. Again, but if she goes again, solo, I think, I think th- I think this, will it really be that far of a? Again, you know? I, I think this is a speculation thing. I think they, I think this is a way to put yourself out into the, you know, out into the media. Well, I agree. And I agree. and then you know who knows they they may re-sign with the label and then announce, hey, this is what we're doing and uh, here's our tour and you know right. We're already in the news, so that's where we wanted to be anyways, so let's do it. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a way to get people talking and keep people, you know, they're coming off a big, you know, big record, big tour. You got to keep people talking, especially because if they know all this stuff is winding down, they're going to be expecting new things. It's like, well, what's coming? Right. Have we ever played them playing Summer Sonic in 2009? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you know what Summer Sonic is? I've heard of it. So Summer Sonic is a music like if I if I ever played this festival, I'd shit my pants, <laughs> and then if I dropped dead after we played, I'd be a 
a happy man because it's it's literally the most amount of people who just fucking love music in one place and they in this like i want to play you from 2009 but like they uh so they were like really early in the day because in 2009 they hadn't really like blown up blown up yet but i remember uh really what time wasn't misery business like oh seven or so yeah but they hadn't so th- they were they were on the verge. They were on the cusp, okay. essentially. Okay. okay. But um, I remember I like why you watch videos of like Hoobastank playing this. They were still like when it was light outside, but there were so many people. Anyway, just watch. It's a matter of time before we all unknown. When I thought he was mine, she caught him by the mouth. I waited eight long months, she finally set him free. I told him I couldn't lie, he was the only one for me. Two weeks and we had caught on fire. She got it out for me. Where the biggest smoke? It's in Tokyo, by the way. Yeah. Look at the size of the place they're in. That stadium, there's like it's Jesus, fucking that's enormous. Huge. What? Okay, huge. I may have asked you this before, and I don't remember what the language barrier. What? How does that work with this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see any like. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I heard just now when she moved the mic to the crowd to sing something. Like a lot of the crowd was able to sing it, but I don't. Most of the people can't though, right? I. I well, they can. They can do what they want. That's a lot of fucking people in Japan to know all English for Paramore songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, Japan's pretty progressive though. And 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 if you've ever do you know how big story is in Japan? I've heard good things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, this type of music too. Like there's like a a, a niche thing over there with this type of like I don't want to say emo, but I'll say emo. Like emo sort of like scene music over there really translates well. Okay. And by the way, story, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insulting by calling you any of these things. I don't know what you identify <laughs> as anymore. But nonetheless, <laughs> it's like that. But they, it, it really does translate well. Let me show you Hoobastank from this fuss. Because the Hoobastank one's even in crazier because they're on the bigger stage. They're like later in the day. Is Hoobastank like, still a there's band? A point like, have they put anything out it, recently? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up and see. But there's like a point where like they're playing the song and the crowd just starts their own chant. Like it wasn't like it wasn't started by the singer or anything. It was just sort of let's just start this. So they put out an album in 2018 called Push Pull. I remember that. Then they put out a 20th anniversary of the Hoobastank album. Dang. They had a six-year gap from 2012 to 2018. Yeah. Huh. So this is from later in that day. Try to
Dolan is leaving. You see how like the top is filled out now and shit? Yeah. So nuts. Does, does he remind you of Rob McElhenney any? I don't know a little why bit, he yeah. does. A little bit. His <laughs> name is Rob, or no, Doug Rob, right? What? Start a chant. Yeah, the language barrier does not matter. <laughs> Apparently not. It's insane. It's insane. It's crazy. So, I mean, some 41 could be doing that. Absolutely. They could be, you know. <laughs> Is that festival still going but, on? Uh, You know what? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it stopped. I think it was like 2019 might have been, oh, no, Summer Sonic 2023. Oh. Holy shit. Kendrick Lamar, Liam Gallagher, Kid Leroy. Liam Gallagher's doing song. his own thing? Yeah, well, what is he not? I don't th think I knew that. I love this song, but let's see how... Well, I won't say anything. Can I tell you something? Yep. Uh, I've never known what Kid Leroy looks like, and I never in 100 million years would have said that's what he looks like. He he didn't used to. He Believe me, if you had seen what he used to look like, you would have been like, oh, wow. It's like that's a pop star. That's huh? like Sage Northcutt rapping. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, maybe giving him too much credit, <laughs> but all right. Nobody else is good as you, I need you to... It's the post Malone influence, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's like Post Malone meets MGK. Yeah, there's a little bit of both vibes there. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I think more, yeah, I mean, I but all these guys, like, I, they've kind of tapped into this thing. I call it the white guy hip-hop thing. And I say that 
like a lot of times I say it, sometimes I'm try. I probably sound like a hater and I'm really not trying to be, but it really is like they've tapped into this thing where it's like young kids think it's cool, but I know like older, <laughs> like older hip hop enthusiasts are like, okay, cut it out, cut it out. White guy. Like, I, I know there's just like a whole level of like disconnect as far as like, there's like a generational gap. I being older, I like it. Like, I like the song when I, you know, when I watch this, I'm like, yeah, okay, it's fine. I wonder, I, if, song, I, wonder, I wonder if eventually but, they'll come up with some kind of subset genre of, of it, just like new metal or something like that, that they'll call this whatever, well, I, wh- whatever I they've tapped into. Not just, think not just white name, guy. But I honestly think, yeah, I, I, I don't think it has a name, but I honestly think they've already done that. And I think Post Malone was one of the main contributors to that. I think MGK is a main contributor. Like you said, I think it's just this thing. I think he's more pop. Like we watch, we listened to one of his songs a couple episodes back and it was like more hip hop. But at the same time, I don't know, man, it, it, it all kind of fits into the same bubble for me, you know? Yeah. Blur played Summer what the Sonic hell? 23. Song 2. Ooh, How is that? Did they get back together for this or are they still Well, there's no way they're still a band off of this one song, right? Let me just song, say this. Right? They could play this song 8 times at any festival everywhere and they'll be okay. <laughs> they could just like they need like 5 minutes in between maybe song 2 and song 5. Like people go what are we watching right now? Oh yeah, it's blur. And then they go, woohoo. See? That did not sound good. It's getting old. Just let the people getting do old, it. Bubba. Just let the people do it. <laughs> <laughs> How much coke is he on? Oh, he's Dude. coked out of his. He's wearing he's, a he, sweatsuit, and he's sweating balls. Sake. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's hot. Well, this was summer in but Japan, dude, but so. still, I mean, I think everyone on stage is lit. <laughs> it's just the sloppiest. Like that song's sloppy, even recorded. Yeah. But that's like a sloppier live version of a sloppy song. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how I don't even know how he got there, but yeah. what else uh what else do we want to talk about before we get out of here? I don't know, dude. Th- this episode has been a whirlwind. Some, really somehow has. we Maybe got somehow we got from Andre three thousand to Lizzo to oh yeah we talked about that oh we didn't talk about Limp See, I forgot already we didn't talk about Limp Biscuit tour can we talk about that quickly or you want to you know let's just talk about save, it save so it. Okay. the Limp Biscuit tour <laughs> I think there's like a promo video I'm it's so funny to me because Corey Feldman's on it did uh did you did you and see really the video that I sent you the other day of uh, Fred Durst dressed up as a cowboy. Yeah, no, I actually saw that before he sent it to me. I okay. forgot to respond to you about that, but yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's it's he, 
I love he can it. Just do this. Thing. I love it, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And he, I, he, but it's he's fun legit too. Like, into- funny's fine, but it's fun. You know. Yeah, and he, but he also knows that like his style of music makes this funny for what he's doing too. But it makes it fun. Yeah, he's not taking himself too seriously. Exactly. Which again, he's one of those guys that got accused of that. Right. In the past, it's like just be a dude, man. Just, just you're, you're, you know. Get ready for Loserville 2024, live in Losing across North America, starring the ultimate losers, Limp Biscuit, Bones, featuring Eddie Baker and Xavier Wolf. With performances by Nate No Face and Corey Feldman, and your host Riff Raff. <laughs> Come and lose with wow. us at Loserville 2024. Do you know how many people I've had text me being like, we're going to Limp Biscuit, right? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm a dad. <laughs> I would, I would, <laughs> I lo- want to, I would love to, you know, Corey Feldman was just in St. Peter's like a couple of months ago, no, he right? Wasn't. Yes, he was. He played Diamond Music Hall. what? He played Diamond oh, Music Hall. Oh, you know Hall. what? I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. I should have gone to that. I'm pissed. I missed that. Well, it's in St. Peter's. We know, all know. How you like to stay away from there if possible. Try to. Try to. <laughs> well, that that's a summer that's the summer show. So that'll be a follow up to Beartooth and was Dayseeker before or after? Dayseeker's in May. Beartooth is in March. Yeah, so that'll be a good follow up. That's three great shows. Where's that? Is that Hollywood? Hollywood Casino? The yeah, the whatever. Okay. They call it now. Gotcha. Like, I just hit my finger and it fucking <laughs> sucked. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Wow. Well.